Thank you for being with us on this Tuesday morning for Morning Devotion. This week we continue our thought looking at the compound names of Jehovah found in Scripture. And of course as we began uh, earlier we talked about the word Jehovah, uh, meaning uh, the God who, who is, the God who was, and the God who will be. It was the covenant-keeping name for the God of Israel. It was a name, according to the book of Exodus, that was not given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They knew him as uh, God Almighty. But uh, it was a special name that was given to the Hebrew race, the Hebrew family, and it was a covenant-keeping name. Uh, when Moses asked uh, to, to the burning bush, Who shall I say sent me? The Lord replied, Tell him I am that I am sent me. And so with that thought, we've been looking at some names in Scripture where this is used. In your King James Bible, anytime you see the word capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, uh, which is, it's, I think it's about 6,500 times that it's rendered that way, uh, you will know that that is that covenant-keeping name when it's in all caps. And so it's that special name that the Lord used for himself. And today we're looking at a, at a thought found in the book of Exodus, chapter number 31, verse number 13, where the Bible says, The Lord said, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that ye may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you. And the phrase here in Hebrew is Jehovah Kadash. Jehovah Kadash. And again, it means uh, the Lord, our sanctification, or the Lord that does sanctify. May I say that the word sanctification simply means or has the thought or idea behind it to purify or purification. And so what the Lord was saying here to the children of Israel, I've given you these, these not only the, the weekly Sabbath, but I've given you these seven other Sabbaths that were scattered throughout the year, four in the spring, three in the fall. And they were holy days, they were high days that were to be kept. No work was to be done therein. And they were a special day of remembrance and a special day that set the children of Israel aside from all other days uh, of, or all the other people of the year and all the other days of the year, the people of, of the land. And so the Lord said that the keeping of the Sabbath was a special covenant between he and the Hebrew people. Many people have asked, said preacher, well, how come, uh, you know, we don't, uh, Sabbath is Saturday. How come we don't uh, worship on Saturday? Because it was a special day to the children of Israel, to the Hebrews. But you see, the Lord's Day, the New Testament church, uh, the Lord resurrected. He slept and fulfilled the Sabbath, but he resurrected on the first day of the week, which became the Lord's Day. And somebody might say, well, now, wait a minute, preacher. We're never going to be perfected. We're never going to be pure. Well, I, I confess that it is an ongoing process. And there are those that would say, well, if we're never going to attain that in this life, why bother? Well, can I say that uh, the scripture says, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. That's another one of those open-ended phrases that I doubt any of us will ever achieve. And yet, does that mean we should stop loving our wives? I don't think so. So what I'm saying is there are some things given to us in Scripture that are above and beyond our ability, and yet we are never to stop striving for those things. And many people have the idea that, well, we, you know, nobody's perfect, so therefore, uh, you know, if we're going to sin a little bit every day, I'm just going to go ahead and get my quota in today, and I think I'll choose this and this and this, like a cafeteria plan, and I'm going to pick out the things that are not too bad, but the things that, you know, I can just quote First John 1, 9 and get by with. My friend, that's not the way it works. Not at all. 
the word sanctify, the word's being set apart, the Lord that does sanctify you, it has the idea in the meaning to make you different from the inside out. Not from the outside in, but from the inside out. And when God sets you apart on the inside, it'll change the way you walk, talk, and act on the outside. May I say he is the Lord, our purification. In and of ourselves, Isaiah said, our righteousness is as filthy rags. But at the same time, we are to be striving daily to purify ourselves and to keep ourselves holy. And the Lord said, be ye holy as I am holy. Uh, will we ever attain that in ourselves? Obviously not. But yet we should strive for it each and every day that we live. And the way we'll accomplish that is through the Lord that doth sanctify you, Jehovah Kadosh. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray you'd help us to live more godly today and more separated today than we did yesterday in Christ's name. Amen. This is Pastor Randy Barton of the Anchor Baptist Church, 3232 Hendersonville Highway in Pisgah Forest, North Carolina. Have a great day.